You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome to Be Humane on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Robin Gansert, here to discuss the latest in the animal welfare world. We've got another great show for you today with some guests who are doing some impressive work in making the world a better place for our wonderful best friends. First up is our wonderful friend, Dr. Christine Jenkins from Zoetis. It's one of the companies leading the way in the animal health care sector. And I know Dr. Jenkins has some incredible updates for us, particularly on the innovative study, Canines and Childhood Cancer. Then we'll be joined by one of our favorite people, Manny Massiel. Manny has been a volunteer responder with our Red Star team since 2005, and he has so many stories to share. You know, one of the things that we're most proud of at American Humane Association is our Red Star team, and we're also really proud of our work with the military. In fact, it was our Red Star team that was called to serve in 1916 when the U.S. Secretary of War asked American Humane Association to go overseas to rescue the war horses on the battlefields of World War I. And ever since that momentous occasion, we have worked closely with our nation's military. Well, today, we have something that we're going to announce, and that is that American Humane Association is bringing home from Japan a very special military working dog. Yes, military working dog Maxi has worked overseas as a bomb detection dog for the past five years, brought him to Afghanistan on two tours of duty, and most recently he was stationed at a base in Japan. You know, his handler, Corporal John Cavender, saw Maxi in action. In fact, he actually worked and handled Maxi at the base in Japan. And he knew that Maxi would soon need a forever loving home in his retirement. You know, he reached out, he secured the retirement orders for Maxi, and American Humane Association is very proud to be working hard to bring Maxi home to be reunited with Corporal Cavender in his retirement days in a forever loving home in Texas. You know, this work is part of our work with military hero dogs. In fact, many of you know that we honor military hero dogs every year at our Hero Dog Awards. Do you recall the 2012 military hero dog, our beloved military working dog, Gabe? You know, Gabe took home the top prize that year. He was named the American Hero Dog, and we are so proud of Gabe's contributions to our country. You know, sadly, these dogs are, you know, certainly out there on the front lines in the battlefields, and they really do need a forever loving home that's perfect for them. These dogs have special needs, and we need to make sure that that they are adopted in a home that can understand what unique circumstances they've been through on the battlefield serving our country. And so that's why today we want to give a special shout out to Corporal Cavender. A thank you to him for bringing home Maxie with the American Humane Association and opening up his home to Maxie forever. You know, we continue to work hard every day here to make sure these heroic dogs are brought home so they can live out their lives in peace and happiness. And we're going to continue to work to make sure that these dogs are one day actually considered veterans. They're already veterans in my books, friends, but as with anything, it requires an act of Congress to get that official distinction. 
Well, today we've got a great show for you. And as always, I'd love to hear from you. Please feel free to email us at any time at BeHumaneRadioShow at AmericanHumane.org. That's BeHumaneRadioShow at AmericanHumane.org. We'll be right back with wonderful friends from Zoetis. You're listening to Be Humane on Pet Life Radio. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. Dyson. The new Dyson Animal Backs are powerful bagless upright backings for homes with pets. Air muscle and radio root cyclone technology generates the strongest suction power to powerfully remove dust, dirt, and pet hair from the home or car. To order your Dyson Animal Vac, go to DysonDeals.com. DysonDeals.com to order your Dyson Animal Vac today. Dyson. Music to your ears. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. American Humane Association is proud to work with a number of partners who really share our vision of making a more humane world for animals. One company who's partnered with us on a number of key initiatives is Zoetis, an international leader in the advancement of animal health and wellness. Most notably, they serve as our key sponsor of our innovative and revolutionary Canines in Childhood Cancer Study, which is now in its full clinical trial to assess the efficacy of animal-assisted therapy on children with cancer. Zoetis also serves as the presenting sponsor of our American Humane Association's new human categories for our Hero Dog Awards. Yes, they're sponsoring the kickoff of our inaugural Hero Veterinarian and Hero Veterinary Technician Awards, which will be celebrated at this year's Hero Dog Awards in September. You know, once again, they're also the very kind sponsors of Therapy Dogs and, of course, the online entire online voting portal sponsor. So we're thrilled to have today Dr. Christine Jenkins, who serves as Zoetis' Chief Veterinary Officer for U.S. Operations at Zoetis. Welcome, Dr. Jenkins. We're so thrilled to have you on the show today. Thank you, Robin. It's great to be here today. Well, we're glad to have you. You know, we have long seen how important therapy animals can have on someone in need, but this Canines in Childhood Cancer Study is truly revolutionary in that it not only measures the impact of animal-assisted therapy on the young patients and their families, but it also takes a look at the dogs themselves and how they're being impacted. Can you tell us a little bit about Canines in Childhood Cancer? Yes, yeah, so we're really honored to be able to sponsor this very, very important study. Robin, one of the things that we're hoping to be able to demonstrate is the positive impact that animal-assisted therapy has on these childhood cancer patients. Mm -hmm. We also hope to be able to demonstrate not only does animal-assisted therapy help the patient themselves, But in addition, we hope to demonstrate that we can help families who are helping to advocate and to support these children during their extended therapies for cancer. 
people. You know, I think it's so exciting to see that this innovative study that you are so kindly partnering with the American Humane Association is actually a full clinical trial at five children's hospitals. And, uh, you know, I just think it's amazing to be able to prove quantifiably the power of the human-animal bond, especially the human-as-a-child bond with an animal, particularly in a therapy setting. So thank you so much for your work that you're doing with us in this great, exciting, humane research area. Yes, Robin. And you also mentioned that we hope to be able to evaluate the animals that are also involved in animal-assisted therapy. We're hoping to learn how to best coach the handlers that are trained to bring these animals into these healthcare facilities. What we're also hoping to do is to look at how we can improve how these animals are cared for and managed Mm -hmm. to hopefully optimize the relationship and the positive outcome that these animals bring to these patients. I can tell you, Dr. Jenkins, our listeners are cheering for us on this endeavor, and I just thank you for the opportunity to partner. And, you know, we're really thrilled that Zoetis has been a partner for us on several other very exciting initiatives. You know, it's so appropriate that Zoetis sponsors the Therapy Dog for the Hero Dog Awards category and have done that for several years. I mean, goodness knows that our 2013 Therapy Dog, Ellie the Pitbull, actually took home top honors as the 2013 American Hero Dog. How does it feel to have the winning American Hero Dog sponsored by Zoetis? Well, we at Zoetis, we were thrilled that Ellie actually won the national competition this year, but also we were happy to be able to support all of the Hero Dogs that participated in the 2013 competition. We're looking forward to the 2014 competition. And tell us a little bit about some of the new categories that we're going to be able to see. I understand we're going to be together sponsoring the medical professionals. So this year, as you mentioned, we're able to have a competition so we can recognize human heroes, and that includes veterinarians and veterinary technicians. So we're hoping to have nominations from around the country so we can recognize these individuals that give to public service by supporting both animal health and indirectly supporting human health. It's wonderful. You know, certainly uh, as a veterinarian yourself, I'm sure it's got to be a a point of pride to be able to recognize and and use this as an opportunity to pay tribute to those hero medical professionals who help support and keep healthy our animals in our lives. So thank you so much for your support of those two new human award categories for this year's Hero Dog Awards. You know, we uh, talk a lot about therapy dogs, particularly with canines and childhood cancer and, of course, the therapy dog category for the Hero Dog Awards. Dr. Jenkins, do you have any pets yourself? Yes, I actually am the proud owner of three pets, Blossom, Buttercup, and Biscuit. Two cats (laughs) and one dog. I love that. Blossom, Buttercup, and Biscuit. That's fantastic. Oh, my goodness. Yes, yes. You know, we're talking to about uh, Red Star later on in today's show. And Dr. Jenkins, I know that you were instrumental in helping American Humane Association find a, a home for our brand new Red Star Rescue Vehicle. And I tell you, it was a pleasure to have you join us on the New York Stock Exchange platform on December 27th as we rang the bell to celebrate our brand new Red Star Rescue Vehicle. Uh, share with our listeners a little bit of the work that you did to help make sure that Red Star is going to be in New Jersey. 
Well, Robin, we were happy to find a, a home for the new Red Star truck here in New Jersey. And we partnered with the Morris County Public Safety Commission. Mm-hmm. And so we are happy to say that we will have the mobile rescue unit here based in New Jersey. And we're happy to say that we now have a New Jersey home for the Red Star truck, and we're hoping to be able to support the Northeast region much better during those times of need and disaster. Especially uh, after disasters like Superstorm Sandy that I know impacted so many families in your neck of the woods. So we're honored to be there and are very grateful to you, Dr. Jenkins, for your support and leadership and making sure Red Star had a home there. So thank you so much. Any last words about the incredible partnership that we have with Soetis and how it is uh, so exciting to see these projects come to fruition? Well, on behalf of the veterinarians here at Zoetis, we really appreciate the opportunity to continue to partner with the American Humane Association. It's been a good partnership, and we look forward to the new Hero Dog Award this year, but also the addition of the Hero Veterinarian and the Hero Veterinary Technician Award. So we're really excited about 2014. Oh, we are too. Well, for our listeners, if you're interested in reading more about canines and childhood cancer, that innovative study that we're leading with Soetis, please visit caninesandchildhoodcancer.org. Again, the website is caninesandchildhoodcancer.org, and you can read the in-depth literature review and pilot study and, and see a little bit of the insights into the new full clinical trial. And to submit your nominations for your hometown, Hero Vet and Hero Vet Tech, please visit HeroVetAwards.org. Well, Dr. Jenkins, thank you so much for joining us, and please give our thanks to all of your colleagues at Soetis for this very inspirational partnership. We are grateful. Thank you, Robin. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. And for our listeners, stay tuned to our next segment with Manny Maciel. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. Every pet is unique. Maybe they're gray in the muzzle, yet young at heart. Maybe they're growing out of the puppy stage and into their paws and ears. Or maybe they're just trying to maintain a more girlish figure. At PetSmart, we have the right food for your pet at a great value for you. PetSmart. Be better together. Go to PetSmartDeal.com and save up to 30% on awesome gifts for the pets and pet people in your life. Toys, collars, leashes, PetSmart gift cards, treats, and more. Go to PetSmartDeal.com today. P-E-T-S-M-A-R-T-D-E-A-L.com. Pets can be a wonderful addition to your life because they're a member of the family. Keeping them healthy and happy is important. Pet Life Radio presents The Pet Doctor with veterinary media consultant and veterinarian Dr. Bernadine Cruz. Whether you have a dog, cat, reptile, or rabbit, you'll find answers for your pets straight from the vets. The Pet Doctor, on demand every week, only on PetLifeRadio.com. PetLifeRadio.com 
Well, if you've been listening to this show since the beginning, you've heard me talk about our Red Star team, which since World War I has helped save animals in peril during times of disaster. Our National Director of Red Star, Justin Scally, has just joined us on the previous shows a few times. But today we're bringing you a superstar member of our volunteer corps. And I say star literally. If you hadn't had a chance to catch our short documentary and our response to the Moore, Oklahoma tornado last year, Please visit YouTube and search for Red Star Rescue in Oklahoma when you watch this powerful film by award-winning filmmaker Rick Burns. You'll see a lengthy segment with the man that I have on the phone now, a real American hero. Manny Maciel is the Director of Animal Control for the City of New Bedford, Massachusetts Police Department and has been a volunteer responder with Red Star since 2005. He's been on 13 deployments serving the Red Star team, including twice to Oklahoma last summer. And because of his unwavering and inspirational dedication to the Humane Movement, we were honored to present Manny with our Humane Hero Award last fall. Welcome to the show, Manny. How are you today? Great, Robin. Thank you so much for those kind words. You know, the Red Star team is all our members are, are uh, stars. I mean, uh, uh, definitely a big team effort that uh, comes across when I respond. It's, I couldn't do it with all the rest of the, the great folks that volunteer for American Humane. Oh, well, I know that they're all proud to know you and proud to have you part of the team. Can you go back and tell us about how you really got started with Red Star and what inspired you to become a volunteer? A lot, a lot of locally just trainings and uh, taking up courses locally. It was something that I've always wanted to do, and, and I used to read up on American Humane on the Red Star team, and like, wow, what a great team, what a great organization to be part of. And I finally got my chance when uh, Hurricane Katrina, you know, you, I had been training since 99 on all kinds of things, from swift water rescue, and like one of these days, you know, something will happen where I can help out, and like everything else with Hurricane Katrina kind of opened a lot of doors for the Pets Act, uh, you know, people with animals and and uh you know, responding in general for myself, it was something that uh, once those doors opened for me, and uh, unfortunately it hasn't uh, really shut. And uh, one of these days, things will get better, and we'll have people leave with their animals. And um, I think there'll always be a need for Red Star, because it's not just disasters, it's just animal cruelty investigations and other things that we do. That's right. There's a lot of animal cruelty, unfortunately, still left in this world and in America. But, you know, you mentioned about people leaving, uh, especially in times of hurricanes, you have that advance notice and you can leave and evacuate with your pet. You know, you also saw firsthand what tornadoes do to our communities. How did that Moore, Oklahoma tornado devastation, how did that impact you? And uh, I know, I understand you deployed twice to Moore. Can you share with us a little bit about your memories from Moore? I sure can. I've done, we were in Tennessee for the floods in Tennessee a couple of years ago also. Uh, we did a blizzard in uh, Colorado with more Oklahoma. It was just, it was, every deployment is so different. You know, you, you feel for the folks, but it, it was touching. It was really inspiring me to, to be with some of the local volunteers who responded and gave their time to also help. And, you know, it was just the way everyone worked well together. And for me, just the way a tornado will hit a certain area and then churn so suddenly and you start wondering and you start looking across the, the street where there's only a couple of broken windows and, and to the west of the street there's broken windows on the east side, the whole thing is gone. You start 
appreciating Mother Nature and the wind and the water when you start going on these deployments, like what water can actually do to a city or a town. And the pain, when I respond, you're there for the animals, but a lot of times you're there for the people as well. You know, you, you can't say you're going to help the animal without knowing that you're actually helping the person at the same time because it is about the person, it is about the animal, and it's also about the team members that come out and respond because mentally it is something that, you know, I, I look back that I hopefully I'll never have to go through some of the stuff that I've seen in my lifetime with more Oklahoma. But for me, my second time back was rewarding. So I respond, and I the reason why I say rewarding is when I first go there, we're assisting, we're helping, we're rescuing. And with more, it was one of my first times that I can actually go back and see the reunification of people with their animals and also the adoption that, I mean, it was awesome to see the lines of people adopting animals. We had close to just over 200 animals there of people that of animals up for adoption. And then the adoption process went from like one to six, I think it was. And by 3.30, the 200-some animals were all adopted out. That's like wow. a record. What a great feeling to be like, you know, to see these animals and to see the people coming in to want to do something also that I couldn't do. I couldn't adopt all these animals. I couldn't take them all home. But knowing that I, myself and the American Humane team and the Red Sox team had something to do with this, along with the folks in Oklahoma, that we were able to adopt all these animals to good homes. That was so rewarding, something that I don't get a chance to see. So for me, it was like, it was a great feeling to know that, you know, and see the, uh, the people in their animals and taking them home with, we had a, a loads of litter boxes and dog food and cat food and, and treats that people were able to take and take home with them. So uh, the link that you talked about shows some of that, people reuniting with their animals and it shows people adopting animals. So I really highly, folks can go to that link and see that the 10 minute story of how what happened in Oklahoma and some of the work that American Humane does in the Red Star team. And we'll make sure we put it also on our front page of our website again, too, because it is a powerful film. And again, I encourage listeners to visit YouTube and search for Red Star Rescue in Oklahoma. And again, you'll get to see Manny in action, which is uh, it's quite impressive and so inspirational. You know, Manny, we talked about more a disaster scene that you just can't prepare yourself for what you're going to see when you go into that kind of deployment. Can you talk to us about what you see in deploying for cruelty cases? Yes. You know, when you go on the link and you say you'll see me in action, you also see me, my emotions showing through this, this film because I end up, you know, emotionally, I end up crying because it is an emotional feeling that it's a happy feeling that you're helping people in time of their of need. But so it's very emotional and, and the the work that we get when we come back home and, and the contact and of the American Humane folks with Justin calling us back and, and seeing how things are going. It's keeping up with our family. I call it my second family. But when we go on certain situations like, you know, a cruelty case, you know, a puppy mill, you know, taking these animals out of the situation they're in. Some of them, you know, having no food, no water, initiated at times, you know, it's skin issues. Mm-hmm. You know, we have issues with cat holdings where their eyes are just totally a mess and they need that care. And we are American Humane bringing in the vet to take care of those animals, bringing in our team to come in to assist with situations, getting those animals out of there and only knowing that, you know, some of these animals are totally in fear of, well, who are these people in the, in the blue shirt with a red star on, on their shoulder? But it's like, it's okay, buddy. We're here to help you. They don't understand that at first, 
But mm-hmm. once we get them fresh food, fresh water, good bedding, and see their smiles, you see the, their changes. You see how these animals slowly get to know what is going on. What a great feeling. And, and it, it can only get better from there because they will hopefully will never go into another situation like that and could hopefully go for, to their forever home. You know, a lot of these cases, you know, yeah. we go in and it's not only the animal that's being abused, it's also, you know, at times there's children involved that are being abused. And, yes. you know, we're, you know, the social worker for, for the family at times, it starts locally, it starts, starts with, a, you know, the human bond. If the animal abuse cases, they've seen more and more, it's a mental issue and when, when you're dealing with hoarding situations, psychologically a battle that people go through, you know, mm-hmm. that they can only do better than anyone else and, you know, you just need to adjust to what's going on. But it's a great feeling to work with so many great people in the American Humane and also with our Red Star team, knowing that I just it's amazing. Like, we will have two or three new people when we respond to a, a situation, mm-hmm. only to know that, you know, we're never worked with these people before, and the folks that are calling us in to assist, they look at us like, wow, you guys work really well together. You guys do this all the time. Like, I don't know four of these folks here, and there'll be like eight people on our team, so four of us don't know each one from another, but we all have the same passion to assist and do what it takes to get these animals the right care and with the mm-hmm. help of, you know, Justin and our folks that respond with us. It's just amazing. And I can't thank you enough for the work you've done, you know, to keep the team and the work that you do every day to just well, inform people of what we do. Thank you, so thank Manny. You and thank everyone out there for their help because, I mean, uh, their donation does go a long way. Every dollar well, does count. Manny, that's spoken for the heart of a true hero and a true volunteer. You know, you are of that spirit of service and community service, and we're just so proud to know you. You know, I know that you also, your day job is that you work with animals in your hometown of New Bedford. You work with animals every day. You volunteer to help even more communities with animals in crisis. That's so impressive, your heart for animals. I have to ask you, Manny, do you have a special animal at home? I do. I have a cat, Cooper, and I have a dog named Max, a little white fluffy dog. And, you know, people always ask me, like, when you go on these deployments, how do you not take them all home? And it's Mm -hmm. like, you know, if I did, I wouldn't be able to deploy and help, you know, on these deployments. So it's tough, but with the help of my girlfriend and my uh, adult child, he's Mm -hmm. able to uh, know that anytime dad gets called or I have to respond that I have somebody there willing to take care of my my animals, just like everyone should have a plan in case they have to be, due to a storm, a hurricane, or a tornado, have a plan in place where your animals can go, be it at a um, hotel that takes animals in, or, Mm -hmm. you know, a family member that may live the next couple of towns down that may not be affected by that storm. We all Mm -hmm. need a plan, and my plan is that I I can respond when an email comes across or Justin calls me and says, hey, we have this going on, we have a cruelty case that we need assistance with, I can respond because I have a plan. So hopefully everyone else will have a plan and be ready to evacuate in case of emergency. That's wonderful. And I know that American Humane Association just today worked with FEMA to post some disaster preparation plans on the FEMA website for being prepared. So I encourage you all to go to the FEMA website and look at the uh, the tips that 
American Humane Association has shared to make sure that we do have our uh, prep plans for our animal family members. It's so critical. And Manny, I know you've seen when families haven't had their plans and what happens to those animals in times of crisis. And uh, I'm really glad to know that you go into communities such as that and help to rescue and reunite those precious animals with their families. So thank you. Well, as we close out, you know, today's show, you know, we've heard a lot about the incredible historic work of Red Star going back a hundred years almost now, responding to animals in crisis on the battlefields. And you heard today from Manny about the important work that Red Star does, gosh, almost a hundred years later, working in communities like Moore, Oklahoma and working on cruelty cases. If you are interested in becoming a volunteer, just like Manny, please visit us at American humane.org for more information on the red star trainings we offer some courses that we require you to take to join our team our team is highly trained first responders and uh, and there is a lot of rigor in this curriculum but we do encourage more folks to join to be prepared to respond to animals in crisis in their hometown communities well friends that's all the time we have on today's show i want to thank my guest for joining us and i want to thank you for listening please be sure to join us next week when we'll have another great show on the latest happenings in the animal welfare community. But until then, let's all remember to be humane. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.